What's up, guys? Our Wrestling Podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious along with Justin Total Package and Craig the British Bulldog bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. Today's topic... What if, for audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast, or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, can you hook us up with a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP2019, or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. This is not your Marvel what if, Jess. What are you talking about? I think we're going to have some fun here. It's fantasy booking, you know? I have to give into it. I like it. It's funny. I I was always against fantasy booking, but whenever we do topics about it, I'm like, that's kind of fun. So... Uh, it's just what if what if something didn't happen the way it happened man would the outcome be different would wrestling be different what if dave what if what if so what if triple h didn't beat say um oh gosh our our our, our lovely gentleman harlem heat man at wrestlemania what, what would have happened then what if he had lost right i'm not i'm not that's that's just one example what Things have changed. Yeah, you know. like what Booker if T. what if uh, what if Booker T won the world title at uh, WrestleMania nineteen? Would be because we all thought that yeah. should have happened. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, you know, so but we can get more controversial about it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm down with that. I, got, I think I got a few ideas. Uh, you want to lead us off, buddy? What do you got? Uh, see, I will go with um, this is an obvious one, but uh, I will go with what if Hulk Hogan never turned heel in WCW. <clears throat> So they brought Hall and Nash in. The whole concept from the beginning was something that Eric Bischoff saw happen in Japan. So he's like, man, we need like an invasion angle. So I do believe that no matter what, they were coming in with Hall and Nash to be outsiders, you know. Um, so what if Hogan never turned heel? The Bischoff himself on his podcast said Sting was the next guy because he was WCW through and through. So sure. rather than it being like an outsider, because like when Hogan joined, it was more like, ooh, ex-WWF guys like invading WCW. And they kind of played off that until they got sued and then they backed off that. But I mean, it was still a hot angle. But if they had to switch gears, if Hogan didn't do it, um, they were going to use Sting. And because Sting was the only WCW guy that never left. Flair left for a while. Um, Anderson left. Like all that people have left, like, you know, WCW at one point for WWF and they went back. But Sting stayed the entire time. Literally, he never went to WWF even after WCW fell. He went to TNA, and then he finally went to WWE. Like right so, after that. So what you're so saying what though, is by this by by this set, you're you're saying that Bischoff still would have gone with the angle. He wouldn't have ditched it. Yeah, right? it was the angle was already going to happen. It's it was it wasn't because that Hogan turned heel that they went with the NWO. The, okay. From what I recall from his podcast and stuff, and even his book, um, NWO was a thing that he wanted to do because he got Hall and Nash. So he was like, I don't want to re-debut them as Vinny Vegas or the Diamond I'm Stud. A, I want to I have, a, know, weird, I have a weird take on it because I think about not only the WCW side but the WWF side at the time because WWF reacted pretty harshly when it went down the way it did. And if you believe, you know, Bruce Pritchard's of the world, and Jess, you've said this too, that we we didn't really start getting successful until we stopped watching them and just started doing everything and developing on our own and not paying attention to what they were doing. So maybe you could argue that their development would have happened sooner because I don't know if the angle would have taken off as well as it did. Well, if Steve I don't even was know the if the development like that kind of ruins everything. Like I think Vince had to be beaten down to almost nothing to 
do what they did to hire. Yeah, so I, it depends to, on who you believe, you know. right? If, if so, in a weird way, picture, right? Yeah. Wrestling probably would have gotten a little hotter. I think people would have liked the NWO storyline, but Bischoff said it himself. He's like, with Sting, it would have fizzled out because Sting is not a heel, and even by personality, he's never, not a heel. He never has been. So Sting would have came been. down with no. Uh, go ahead, Craig. I don't think they would have. If it would have been the NWO angle with Hogan, Hogan wouldn't have allowed him to be the one who spray painted at the end of Nitro every week. So there would have been backstage shenanigans, and he probably would have treated him like he treated like the Dungeon of Doom and took him out one by one, or right. like it, or or stayed away from Hogan completely with that angle because Hogan would have never wanted NWO to kind of get over well, on and, him. So someone else uh, would have. That's done actually it. great. That's a really good point, Craig, uh, because at the end of '96, Hogan's contract was up. So even in the NWO angle, in the time that we know now, the time that we live in now, um, he had already the NWO was hot at that point. So he purposely went and had lunch with Vince McMahon in 1996 out in a public restaurant to get Bischoff nervous. So Turner threw more money at Hogan for Hogan to resign at the end of '96. So if Hogan never turned heel, you're right. He would have done. He would have tried to push his agenda on Hall and Nash, which would have been super verbal. They wouldn't have allowed it. They're like, I'm yeah. not fucking losing to the big boot and leg drop. It would have been a whole thing. And then Hogan would probably just not resign with WCW and left. And he might have yeah. even went back to WWF or whatever and like tried to rehash the same old gimmick or whatever there. And yeah, NWO could have been something interesting. But, you know, I don't know. Sometimes you take the the only way that the Hogan cancer, I think, would have worked in WCW is when he turned heel. If Hogan would have stayed face. After Hall and Ash came aboard, I think that Hogan would have just left because that wasn't healthy. I think that WCW would have still had the cruiserweight division, and I think that Hall and Ash would have been a really cool team called the Outsiders. And I think Hall or Nash would have won a world title like eventually later because they could have developed on their own. I'm not saying Hogan was the only bad thing about WCW because Hall and Ash put a lot of yeah, venom I just, in that I, locker room I, I, too. I just, I just, I just think about that night when he turned and how much trash was in that ring and how much reaction was. It's there. a I different just, wrestling world, right? If it's, it's a, if you kinda, don't have that it's scene, it's epic. a different wrestling world. It's yeah, just, it's moments that make these. I hate, I hate the term WrestleMania moment, but it's true. It's, it's, it's yeah. a single moment can change the trajectory of everything. So, right. If and that's when you think about NWO, <clears throat> you think about Third Man, you think about that moment. If it wasn't Hogan. Would Sting have, like, where would it have gone from there? And, like, the butterfly effect of what you just played out with his contract, actually, I never even thought about that. Contract up, what if being he, what up, if he, what if he, had he would have just gone back. He went back to Vince, yeah. yeah. And then it would maybe the WWF just would have just stayed the exact same thing, and he just would have went through, like, shitty bad guys, and they would have struggled and sputtered all the way yeah. through, like, and never reinvented themselves. Yeah, how would, how would a face Hulk Hogan fit in WWF 1996? No, I don't even know. Like, that makes me yeah. feel weird to even talk about. Or you let's extrapolate that and like, what if the Mister McMahon and Hogan actually happened? Yeah. yeah, what if he got back there and they decided, well, they're doing a reality based thing. Let's yeah. do us, Vince. Like, yeah, you never know. God, that... which I mean, and they they kind of eventually got there. I mean, they they did do the Hogan events, and there cut there's some great yeah. moments from that too. Um, I the one I always visualize is Jess loves it when Vince comes up from the ring and he's just full of blood, and the camera catches him just. But that shitty and grand. What did Triple H say? He's like, he's like, you look like the devil. When he came up, you look like the devil. Is that, was that St. Valentine's Day Massacre? That no, that was uh, WrestleMania 19 when he came okay. out with a pipe in his hand and he was bleeding oh, okay. and he just came up on the apron. And then like yeah. uh, everyone reacted to it and they did a documentary on it and they cut back Triple H and Triple H was like, he looked like the devil. Like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a great shot. It's really a great shot. He is the devil. Um, uh, Craig, do you want to go? For all or, oh, yeah, Craig, what's, what's your what if? Uh, oh, I just, I'm going to write it down. I just thought of another one. 
what if Foley and Undertaker's Hell in the Cell was actually just a C minus match and he never fell through the cage? Let's say he did the first spot and the thumbtacks, didn't fall through the cage, teeth didn't go through, uh, some botches and stuff, and it, it just kind of was an average. Like didn't have well, that didn't have that moment, and it wasn't the legend that the, that it began. Like what would have had would Foley have that's broken weird through? Because Foley was at a flux. Like Foley was kind of irritated. He said with that match because it wasn't like when you tell the storyline of the feud of Taker versus Foley. He's like they always just yada yada, and then they come right in with the Hell in the Cell. He's like we hadn't feuded in like a year, <clears throat> and then out of nowhere, right. Vince was like, uh, "What do you think about facing Taker in a Hell in the Cell at, at this?" Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, and he's like, like, just raw dog? Like, he's like, well, a couple weeks before the pay-per-view to hype you guys up. You know, you have your history. And he's like, I know, but there's no story. Like, we're just... We, the last time we wrestled was 97, like, early 97, so I don't think that that's something we should do. And Vince is like, we're gonna do it. Fuck off. And, like, so he's like, alright, fuck. So, that's when he came up with the whole thing, to Craig's point, is like, what if we start out... Terry Funk, I think, might have gave him that idea. Like, what if you start out at the top of the cage? Nobody mm -hmm. ever does that. And he's like, ooh. Mm -hmm. Like, because he was like, he just kept thinking, like, Sean and Taker's Hell in the Cell match is unbeatable. Oh, how are we going to do that? And then Funk's like, what if you start from the top of the cage? Then mm -hmm. he was like, okay. And then it just progressed and finally went to Taker. And he's like, what if you throw me off the cage? And Taker's like, I'm not doing that. And he was like, uh, but what if I, I want you to do that? And he's like, I'm not doing that, though. And he's like, yeah, I know. But what if I, you just kind of put your hands on, like, my back and I jump off, like, onto the table. Like, what What then? And then he was just starting to talk Taker into throwing him off the top of the cage. So none of that never happened. I don't, I don't know. I think Foley was headed down injury lane anyway. And, and mm -hmm. but the main reason why is after he got dumped off the cage, Vince was like, you're never doing that shit again. And right. uh, that really forced Foley to create Mr. Socko and do the tag team with the Rock and Sock connection. And it became more of a comedy act because he's like, I didn't have to bump. I didn't have to do all this right. crazy shit. Like, so I don't know. Would Foley have kept going hardcore, like, for the rest of 98 into 99? Even though he did have that killer fucking I quit match against the Rock in 99. But after yeah. 98, he started experimenting with being funny and, like, coming up with different things to do. So I don't know. I don't know if it would have affected Mick Foley's career that much. It wouldn't have been a legendary match, like you said. So nobody yeah. would never talk about. But do, would, do you think it would have affected Taker's legacy or Foley? I don't know if it would. No, have, not if it did not Taker's at all. I was just thinking in the in the in the thought of would would Foley's legacy have been diminished in any way because of that moment? Because that's the one you that's the match you always show. There folks. was already some great stuff in WCW too that he'd done. He was, and he was already a hardcore. But even though I think the Rock, the Rock's uh, I Quit match was on the documentary of Beyond the Mat, so I think that solidified him more than anything. I don't know. It's funny you say that. Is the Cell match? Because is maybe probably, that match doesn't happen, right? Yeah. Yeah, I almost like you know, but that maybe proves Vince's point and even Foley's point later when he thinks about it. That was all unnecessary. Yeah, like, I didn't have to do any of that. Like it yeah. was one, it was one B pay per view. It wasn't even like a Rumble or a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam. It was a King of the Ring, and he fucking. Go back. I mean, just if you go back and watch it, he did all that on a B pay per view. That's insane. Like, yeah, altered his life. Like, legitly altered his yeah. life. Yeah. So that's a, a see. Doubt. That's a perfect contrast to the what if. Like with Hogan, we're like, no, he needed to turn heel, or none of that would have been the same or good. But I'm thinking like maybe, maybe the fully Hell in the Cell match in '98 was unnecessary and didn't need to happen. Like, 
I mean, the match, like you said, could have been a C match or a C minus match, and but it would yeah. nev not have affected Undertaker at all because the streak really defined his career. And then Foley was really defined by the beyond the mat stuff, and then Mr. Sacco after that. And then it was fun to talk about how hardcore Foley used to be, and like, but you know, I think Foley's real legend got developed after the Rock feud in '99. Yeah, it's cool, Dave. What, it's cool what, stuff. what if you got huh? I, Shit, Dave. Yeah, sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you in the way way back machine, and just you could probably do a little more justice on the the foundation of the story. But my what if is simply it kind of goes a different way because they had plans for this guy, uh, big plans for this guy. And well, my, if my if I think if, you're gonna go the way you're gonna go, they did. The big plans for this yeah. Guy. Uh, what if Magnum TA never got into that car wreck that ended his career? Well, he would have been world champion. Flair's already said it. Flair's like, dude, he was the guy. Like, we were looking at him. He was tall. He was handsome. Like, he had the fucking Magnum TA mustache. Like, he had, he the, had the whole look. He had the, the ball. He did. I mean, he was just, he was tall. Like, he was a handsome he was guy. The women talented. loved him. Like, Flair said yeah. he was absolutely going to be world champion. He was like, he was going to beat me. No question. It was just good. Could he have saved, um, Crockett and and taking it to heights where it wasn't with Flair. Like, could he was he say, could he have been there, Hogan, and actually? So put him the to answer, new in my opinion, is yes and no. Yes, in the sense that it would have been something. They never found their answer to Hogan, and they didn't want to pull the trigger yeah. on Luger. So yes, they would have found. I don't think he would have been as big as Hogan, but he would have been their crown jewel, like their their, their baby <laughs> face that ever that guys thought was cool and women wanted to marry, but. Uh, Crockett sold to Turner because they spent more than they made. That's literally how simple it was. They just spent too much fucking money. And they bought a dying UWF from Bill Watts and they had no business doing it. And then they realized when they bought the company from Bill Watts that it owed more than Bill Watts told them that he owed. So it had greater debt and, uh, and payable back debt that they didn't put in the contract of, hey, if we buy your company, we don't fucking own your debt. They fucking inherited the debt. So like, and then they tried to chase Vince nationally and bring Starcade out of Carolina and put it in Chicago and it flopped and the fans got pissed. And like, so I think Crockett was going to go out no matter what because they spent more money than they made, which is, I know it sounds so simple in business. But, but you still, but you, you still, you still that. go to the WCW world. You still bring that talent with you. I guess, I guess my, my other part of that question is, does that, does that um, delay or affect Sting's meteoric rise as well if Magnum TA is in the picture? Uh, yes. And I think it affects Luger's as well. And oh, Luger wow. was Luger was a lot bigger than people think back in the day. Luger was over. Yeah, he was. Like, he was over. Yeah, when he turned when he turned face, they, he should have beat Flair at least once. Everybody else did. Ron Garvin did was, for fuck's sake. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I know it's I know it's way back, and I know some people who listen. Who the heck's that guy? But no, Magnum T A was like no, he was legit. Magnum T A was heralded as one of like the the guys that never was. You know, when you talk about greatest guys that never won the world heavyweight title, everyone says Scott Hall, and they should. That's fair. Or they say, excuse me, or they say Kurt Henning or whatever, but like Magnum TA, like he was destined like to be NWA champion and oh, he, he, might he was big, he could work. Yeah, he could have he could have gone around with Flair for years all over all over the town. And so. lost it and won it back, and the crowd would have been right by his side when he did it. And like, yeah, it's like Magnum was uh he was a tall guy that could work. He worked like Barry Wyndham. Like I was they, gonna they say I don't. I, I remember the I Quit match, that brutal match with Blanchard, but I don't remember watching a lot of Magnum TA, so I didn't know whether he had that <laughs> X was, factor not, and whether not a he lot was an A plus work worker. With. I don't. I don't know. I don't have an answer. I, I know. I know he was capable of working. He had the look and he had the body, but there's just to your point. There's not a lot of material out there because he was just getting started. And did he have the charisma? Like, how was he good on promo? I don't. Uh, he was okay on promo. He wasn't wonderful, but his 
it was weird. It's like you look at Dusty, and Dusty didn't have the look, so Dusty was charismatic, and he was great on promos. Magnum's, like, good looks was the charisma, if that makes any sense. There's a lot of good-looking guys like Tom Zink that didn't have the charisma, and, like, just when you, that's why. When you were the face, too, you weren't supposed to have, like, the charisma that the heels had. It's almost oh, like. I'm going to go out there and give my best. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And Magnum didn't have that attitude. I think Magnum knew like my personality shines when I just fucking smile and I give the crowd like the little winkity dinkity and it makes people fucking he looked at me like he looked at me like and that was a thing that Hogan had. Hogan was great on the mic, but Hogan, when he would look at the crowd, I'd seen him live in his heyday. And when he would just turn around and look at people, people would fucking pass out. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. Like, it was an odd. And That's Magnum, the... I think, had that kind of magnetism where he could just look at the crowd and the women would be like, and like the guys would be that, like, oh yeah, yeah, like you know, it's just he had that it factor. That what that what if is on my mind even before we did what ifs. That was like one of the first things that. And for people who don't know, by the way, he was in a, his Porsche and he wrapped it around a telephone pole, I believe, and yeah. uh, in an accident. And I don't know if it was a rainy night or a, a super like he was going to a rural area or something like that. I can't remember, but uh, he wrapped his Porsche around a fucking telephone pole, and the pictures were like devastating. Pictures like of the Porsche, car. It's a fucking yeah. The, yeah, the, the, no car. the Porsche was a, a horseshoe. Like when when it was done, and uh, it looks it's like a he miracle that survived it. Yeah, he shouldn't have. He should have died. And uh, he still is alive now. Um, and he uh, um, he I know he's in a wheelchair, but he did walk eventually. But he's very weak on his legs or whatever. But like it could have been way worse. Like I don't believe he's paralyzed from the waist down. I think he's just like very weak. And yeah, he walked know, but, to the ring for a Crockett Cup on crutches or something, didn't he? Or yeah, he like did, some yeah. sort of event. Yeah, but he's, like, he's in a wheelchair now. Like it just his lower body was never the same, and that was it, man. That ended his legitly straight up ended his wrestling career. It's a tragic, tragic story. And as yeah, far yeah. as I know, it wasn't because he was drunk or intoxicated. He didn't do that stuff. So it was just he lost control of his car and wrapped it around a pole, and that was it, man. Like that was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty good what if too, though. Because yeah, Crockett would have looked really different. And like you said, if Crockett sold anyway, just having a, a healthy in his prime Magnum go over to WCW would have probably been very different. Like, you know, they actually would have had a Hogan that they could have paraded around and, you know, like hyped him and all that stuff. So it would have been really, really different. I'll do a theoretical one, which might be a little bit of a bomb, but like if you think too much of it, but because I, I don't remember what the repercussions had this happened would be for this man. And I know I'm being cagey right now. What would have happened if Vince, Vincent K. McMahon lost the steroid trial against the U.S. government? And let that he had to go to jail for because I think he was liable and he did have jail time. Let's say he lost and can got. I, can I ask a question at yeah. that time? Yeah. How old? Were, how old were the kids? They were just kids, right? I, I think Shane. Shane was doing stuff at ringside. You would often see him, like you know, when eighteen referees would have to come down and break up a fight. You would often see Shane McMahon. I mean, going back and looking. A young Shane McMahon. So there's no, costume. there's no way they had any ability no. to keep things no. going. No. Linda could have run the office probably. But um, so Patterson a lot of the, them, the maybe, rumors back but. then, which Bruce has shit on, um, is that they hired Jerry Jarrett around that time to possibly right. take it over. And Bill Watts was also hired at the time to take it over. Now, I know people groan when they hear Bill Watts, but Bill Watts and Vince had a very similar like booking style. They did. They love big guys. Uh, yeah, he Bill just cheap. didn't have the money. 
Vince yeah, did. Bill Bill just well he had a territory and then like he just Vince was buying up the world in, in the late eighties. Yeah. So it didn't you didn't have anybody. If you dared put money in anybody, Vince is like yoink and like that was it. So Bill watched though him and Vince had a similar like we talked about that on the um a lot of it different episodes on the Junkyard Dog and Coco. Uh you know, we thought Vince gave them their nicknames. They did not. Coco had the Birdman, JYD had Junkyard Dog. From sure. Bill Watts before he went over, Vince just put the fucking animal in their lap and made that a major inconvenience for them to deal with for years. But um, <laughs> take him on a plane, Coco. But yeah, you know, it's like, uh, but yeah, Bill Watts actually had a similar. He loved big guys too. He loves Steve Williams. He loves like all those the big dudes. Sure. So a lot of the rumors were when they hired Jarrett and Jerry Jarrett in the '90s and Bill Watts, it was for preparation if Vince lost because Vince started getting the accusations in '91 and then it got hot in '92 and I don't remember when it was official that he was being charged. I want to say that might have been like '93 and then the trial happened in the summer of '94. So Vince was preparing for it for a couple of years. It could have been Bill Watts. It could have been Jerry Jarrett that took over. Who knows? Like and, but, it, yeah. and like Greg said, it might have been penalized. He... You know. Let's pretend he had to go to go go away to jail. Patterson or, would have probably still been ahead of creative, you know. Yeah, but, but I honestly ahead. I think without Vince McMahon at the helm at that point, like to the the only final yes man, like what was the what product what the, would it have been? The perfectionist of Vince and what he by wanted. Ni- by ninety four, were we were we full blown Brett? At that? Is that where we were? Pretty much. I mean, much. it had taken a shit even while he was distracted with the, with the trial. Because wasn't right. that the Mabel and, and Diesel and um, yeah, that was a really yeah. a really thin down roster and yeah. So it was tough, man. even when he wasn't there, it was fading. Like it probably yeah, would have sputtered argue, along, I, right? But I, like, how yeah, long I mean, until it either? I, I, I'd argue. I'd argue we might still be in Territoryville, man. I think it might have gone back. It would have been a failed experiment, dude. Yeah, whoa, that's even. I'm gonna throw up right now. If because that was close, right? So let's say Vince goes to jail in '94, and then Bischoff buys the talent, and NWO hits in '96. How in the fuck would WWF even have fought back? Only because Vince's right. pure guts is right, like right. they stay afloat. If a Vinceless WWF having to fend off the NWO, I don't know. Right. I don't even know what that looks like. Like. Right, and I, and I, I think I the more important think, question. I don't think anybody else would have had the balls to do it. The more important question going. is what what would Vince not having the technology that we have now? What what could Vince run from prison? I don't know. Nothing. I, I don't if, know. A visit like, from Linda every day, where you like pass instructions back and forth. But he, yeah. yeah. And what do you do on the fly? And here, and by the way, when when Why Vince do I was talking to like Linda with the thing tied around her head, like <laughs> yeah. all the, the wives of uh-huh. the, the prisoners. But but they think about this. Like, when um, they put their hand when, on the thing. I, I can't remember where Vince said it was. Was it on McAfee when they were talking about the tough days when there was times where he, they lived off the gate? It was gate to gate. It was just yeah. cash flow. Vince said, "Yeah, it, it was ninety five. It was all cash flow. It was so, ninety five. He was like, it was all cash flow. Like he, if, I, if cash flow stopped, that was he was. They were living like like living check to check. They were living gate to gate, and if if anybody even flinched for a minute, I think that cash flow stops and your talent leaves. And I, I, if I don't know if anybody could have handled it and kept it, kept it up here and just kept it together, except for Vince had to talk to those guys. Like when any of them had a question, Vince would the famous Lorne Michaels thing that Vince had in fact, he'd make you wait for hours and then you'd be so pissed. You're like, I'm going to let him have it. I'm going to talk to him about this and this and this and this. And then they said they'd go in there and he would just de-arm you so quick. Vince yeah. would, that you would be leaving his office. He's patting your back. All right, pal, we'll see you out there. And then he closes the and door like, and you're what like, what the hell just happened? I didn't address like, one fucking you, issue you, that you, I had. You I think Jerry Jarrett could have done that? You think Bill Watts could have done that? Right. No. 
No, that's no. The, that's the difference. Is in I fact, think it proven failures a, with all their successes. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. they would have been well. I they would have well. Jared Jarrett would have cowered down, and Bill Watts. They would have been screaming at each other. Let's be real. Yeah, and they're not without the vested interest of it being McMahon's life and blood. So it's like, oh, I failed. I'm going home at five. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's not their yeah, baby either. Every, God, every, everything that right. they ran it, was kind of inherited or bought. This, Jerry this Jarrett would have just tried he, to put the title on Double J. He should be a world champion like every week. Well, that's true. Double J world champion every week. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. God. Double J. Could have been a different world. That's actually and probably uh, the best. Wrestling, wrestling right itself now. could have died, right? Like, because yeah. if the NWO still screwed up and WCW's running wild and. And if Bischoff was well, right where Turner was going to cancel it no matter what, I refuse to believe that if Turner, if they were still putting up 4.0 Monday Nitros, which they were not towards the end, they were putting up like 2.6. Uh, I refuse to believe that if Nitro was still putting up a 4.0 or a 4.5, I think that Turner still might have canceled them, but they would have sold no problem. And Turner might have said, well, you could still have a home here. We just don't want to own you. Sell to a separate entity, and you'll get a time slot. And that, that's what would have happened in WCW. Somebody would have bought them with the TV deal. The only reason why it sold for pennies on the dollars is because the TV deal was canceled, and then it became worth nothing. So that's why Vince came in and said, I'll give you like $4 bucks for it. And they're like, sounds good. Here you go. That's you know, it was just worth the library at that point. Wasn't it four? Wasn't like two point five or something? I think it was like three point five or three point two or something like that. Um, Insane amount. The money he made. The the money he made in the first two years of DVDs that he was able to put out. Best of Starcade. Best of Clash of Champions. No doubt. At War. He made that fucking money back. Just just the network uptick of having that on the network. Come on. Yeah. But uh, I think that what if Craig? We should end this episode on that because that's probably the best one. Like what if Vince McMahon went to jail? I don't think Thank anything you. would be the same. Yeah, I never Thank even you. thought about that. It would have been so different. Like, wow. I'm looking at my what ifs, and I'm like, I don't have any. I don't have any. It would have been like that. Mad Max and Paul Heyman and ECW would be the leader. Like, that's I'm what like, it would what be. Still like, cool that was that would be. It would just, wrestling would be a mud show. It'd be on. It would be on after the monster truck uh, shows nowadays. Like Paul Heyman, God, like I in that. Paul Heyman in a throne, going, "Oh, ECW, so fun." Or you have wrestling going right in the roller derby. Remember that? Yeah, rock and roller derby. God, yeah, it would be like we fun. would go watch a minor league baseball game and then, oh, WWF's here. Oh, like that's what it would be. Yeah. <laughs> no, ECW. Oh, my. Oh, 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 so good. Man, I, I man. like this format. You can do this a million too. ways. I, it was fun, actually. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. And I yeah, just noticed we kept our unscripted thing in the back, which is fine. Oh, came, shit. Well, as, oh, we yeah, doing, as we were doing this episode, I was thinking, like, I'm not really going to be able to edit any sounds in because this is all stuff that never happened. So what sound clips am I going to actually put in? So we'll just edit this. We'll just air this episode raw. So it's unscripted, technically. Raw. Yep. For audio fans, give us a listen on so Apple, funny. Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, or watch our videos on YouTube at our wrestling channel. On social media, can you give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP2019 or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. For Dave, Justin, Craig, this is the OWP signing off. Have a good one.